Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios. If you uh, did not hear the news in the last hour, Packers general manager, former general manager Ted Thompson, passes away last night at the age of 68. Uh, that's according to Tom Silverstein, uh, who put the news out there on Twitter from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, at the top of the 11 o'clock hour. And joining us now is Green Gold Insider Mike Clemens. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, Steve, I got a question real quick. Mike, can you throw me some Bud Lee in there too when you get through with Ted? Because I know I wanted to get you yesterday when you were busy. Oh, sure. Yeah. How are you guys? Doing good, bud. So this is so strange. You know how on Facebook sometimes it brings up these memories, you know? Yeah. And just the other day it brought up this thing, and it was, it, it was from four years ago. We're in, me and Joe are in Dallas at AT&T Stadium. Packers come up with that big win over the Cowboys. I think that's Jared Cook makes the catch and uh, Mason Crosby makes the kick, and the Packers are going to advance to take on the Falcons in the NFC Championship game with some guy named Matt LaFleur, who's the quarterback coach. And this picture pops up that I took as Joe and I were headed to the locker room, and it's Ted walking away from us, and it's, it's the back of him, but it's clearly it's Ted Thompson, but him walking off, you know, into the locker room. And it, and it made me think, yeah, I wonder how Ted's doing. I haven't really heard lately. But, you know, we know that it was two years ago on New Year's Eve that he set, he stepped down from that, you know, nervous disorder. He put out that official statement that, that talked about, you know, the, the struggles he'd had in the last year or two, the, the, the diagnosis that he talked to Mark Murphy in that final season uh, about, you know, stepping down. And then he did on that New Year's Eve, and then they went on with the moving forward to Brian Goodekinst. And, 
you, you know, you start to get this flood of memories. One of them was me and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer were at the Combine in Indianapolis, and we were talking to all these players and coaches, and then you take a break, and then we know that there's this one little place. If you take the little skywalk and go away, and you can walk in and you see all these other coaches that are there. We saw uh, Jack Del Rio in there. We saw a bunch of other scouts. And as Sparky and I are sitting there and having a cold one, all of a sudden cutting through the bar, not sitting down and socializing with everybody, but carrying his little, uh, that shoulder bag that he would carry, and his baseball cap is the, you know, incognito is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers cutting through. And I go, hey, hey, Ted. And he comes by, and he had, he had done an interview, a Sparky Alive interview. So, you know, stopped, said hi, a little conversation. Uh, and then he went because, you know, the guy was always grinding. He was always working. While all the other guys in the league were getting together and having beers and telling the old stories, he's going back upstairs to go over his notes. Yeah, there was uh, only one Ted Thompson. And obviously, you know, something that everybody will remember is he's the one that ended up moving on from Brett Favre. Uh, and going with Aaron Rodgers, uh, and that was not an easy deal for anybody involved in that Packers front office. Right, and so um, me and Leroy and Gary were at Leroy's table there, along with uh, Jordy uh, and Mason Crosby, and uh, and it was at Ted's uh, Hall of Fame induction. And so they had gathered all these people that had been part of his life and, and part of his time there, and Mark Murphy... Uh, went up and spoke, and he talked about um, how tough that period was in the summer of 2008 and the, and the Favre saga uh, and breaking up with Brett Favre before they moved him on to the New York Jets. Ted, I don't, I've never played poker with you, but I'm guessing you were a very good poker player. So sat in with Ted for, for 10 years in the draft, and... You know, he, he, he was just, he never got excited. He always remained calm. Uh, and it was his first, very first draft choice uh, when he drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round uh, when we had Brett Favre, who was still playing at a very high level. Having sit in, sat in on many drafts, that is not an easy decision to make. And that really set the foundation for the tremendous success that followed. Speaking of Brett Favre, Wanted to talk a little bit about the summer of 2008. I think you're all Packer fans. You remember what that summer was like. Brett retired, changed his mind, kind of went back and forth. We call it the summer of Favre. It was my very first year uh, with the Packers. And I tell you, I, ha I cannot tell you how impressed I was with Ted Thompson. The way that he handled that situation, and, and you remember it, there was all kind of media coverage. There was tremendous pressure. That Why don't you bring Far back? Why don't you do this? Uh, you were in the NFC Championship game. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Throughout the entire process, Ted remained calm, and he showed me that he was not afraid uh, to make a difficult decision and stick to it. And he said, you know, we've made a commitment to Aaron to be our starter, and we're going to stick with it. And thank God he turned out to be such a good player. <laughs> we all we knew he'd be good, Ted. <laughs> But the other thing that Ted talked about during that time was he said, you know, Brett's one of ours. We have to treat him fairly. And let's make sure that he feels that the organization has done right by him. And because of the way Ted handled that situation, we were all a couple of years ago 
able to welcome Brett Favre back into the fold and into our Hall of Fame. And Ted, that was mainly because of the way you handled that situation. No, that was an incredible situation. I mean, they had a lot to deal with. Not only Brett Favre, but, you know, the, the whole Mike McCarthy saga, too. Um, um, yeah, you know, and then having to Mike. dismiss McCarthy and, and, and how difficult that decision was. And, you know, let's talk about, Ted, the fact that he was a football player. He grew up in a town called Atlanta, Texas, and he played for SMU. And then he gets uh, picked up by the Oilers, where he was a linebacker and primarily a special teams player. I think it was 13 years. Here's another one of those weird things, too, by the way. I was surfing the other night. This is like four or five nights ago. And it was all these old reruns of Johnny Carson, and there was Bum Phillips. He had just been let go of the Oilers. And that's just, you know, this was Ted's coach all those years. Mm -hmm. And, And he's close friends with with bum and with wade you know all those years and, and competing so ted's playing for the oilers and he runs into a guy from i think ripon wisconsin who was on the last football team at my school uwm in milwaukee named mike reinfeld and i remember you know being in high school and saying hey look at this guy man he played for uwm panthers before they you know shut down the program and there he is in the nfl playing safety and so Mike Reinfeld was there that night, and he presented his longtime friend and buddy. Now, Mike went on to become the GM of, of, the, uh, of the Titans. And, uh, you know, one of these guys that, you know, Ted could get connect with on draft procedures and how to run a franchise. And Mike Reinfeld was there that night presenting Ted at the Packers Hall of Fame. I've known Ted for over 40 years, and we worked together at three different organizations in the NFL. During that time with Ted... He was my best man, he was the godfather of my children, and he was my closest friend. I first met Ted when we were both playing in the NFL. It was 1976, and I was playing for the Raiders. I had just gotten waived after the fourth game of the year. I was fortunate that the Houston Oilers picked me up, and Bum Phillips welcomed me to the team. He was the head coach. And the first thing Bum Phillips did when I arrived at the team he walked me into the locker room, and he took me up to Ted Thompson and introduced me to Ted. And he said, Ted, can you help Mike get squared away? And Ted looked at me, and he said, you'll be okay. And then he walked away. <laughs> but honestly, though, Ted and I have been looking, up, looking out for each other ever since. You know, and I tell this story for two reasons. First of all, I tell it because it showed the type of confidence and trust that Bum Phillips had in Ted Thompson. He was a person that he wanted, you know, other players to know and, and guide. Plus, for me, it was the start of a lifelong friendship. You know, interesting that you bring up uh, Mike Reinfeldt, Mike Clemens, because John McClain of the Houston Chronicle tweeted out uh, just a little while ago, and, you know, he's been down there for, what, 40 years or whatever it may be. Uh, Ted Thompson and uh, Mike Reinfeld became best friends when they played uh, for the Oilers. Mike recommended Ted Thompson to Packers GM Ron Wolf for an entry-level scouting job. Ted was a Houston businessman at the time. He thought he'd give it a try for one year. The rest is Packers history. Sparky, that's the essence of Ted Thompson, is that 
remember he would tell the story over again. He goes, I don't know, man. I, you know, Ron Wolf calls me, and I, I come up to Green Bay. He sticks me in a dark room and makes me watch film. So he just went with his you know, own experience in the NFL. He went with Ron's forms on how you fill out a scouting report yep. on a player, and he grinded. And the thing is, he was coming from the broker industry. He was coming from a guy who was working on investments and watching markets and doing numbers. And so he translated that dedication on working the markets to scouting and looking for prospects when it came to, to players. You know, everything was math with him. And as a matter of fact, Ted told us the story a couple of years ago about uh, that Ron would be there. And sometimes, you know, you bring your kids into work, just like you got Jackson from time to time. Hey, Clemens, Mike, yeah. hold on. Let me just cut you off. We're going to take a quick break here because we're yeah, on this whole statewide network. We have to take breaks now, apparently. So uh, we have to take a break. Hey, be it's, nice, Steve. Well, back in the day, Milwaukee, we, just, we could just go for like an hour without a commercial, but we, we can't do that anymore. Uh, so we'll take a quick break, come back. But first, I do want to announce that we have Chris Carter coming up at the top of the next hour, longtime Minnesota oh, Chris, Viking. Uh, only scores touchdowns. Uh, he'll be joining us at the top of the next hour as we look ahead to the playoffs this weekend with Chris Carter, top of the next hour here on the Wendy's Big Show. But first, you're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Now back to the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Leroy Butler, on the Big Show Radio Network. This is, like I said, this is a very special place. And when you do something good here um, that everybody can appreciate and everybody likes, and, which is winning, it doesn't really matter if it's the Super Bowl or if it's the first game in the season. If you win the game, uh, our Packer fans are happy and and win the game in a, in the right way. Uh, conduct yourself in the right way. Be the kind of person and uh, citizen in the right way. All of those things add up to a very complicated soup for uh, for winning in the National Football League. That was Ted Thompson leading up to his uh, Packer Hall of Fame induction, doing an interview and uh, that whole deal uh, leading up to how special it is and so forth. Ted Thompson passing away last night at the age of 68. Uh, joining us uh, on the Schneider Orange Hotline uh, still is Mike Clemens, our green and gold insider. And, and Mike, back in the day, you had a chance to talk with Ron Wolf. Well, yeah, and this was the night. Uh, all right, thank you so much for bringing me along that night. Invite, we were there at Ted's. Uh, Hall of Fame banquet. Uh, the next time you go with me, Mike, don't ask for my dessert when the guy's talking. Fine, but that's standard with me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> so there's Ron Wolf standing there and grab the microphone and go to work and, and, and talk to him in that moment. And so imagine any of us. You're 37 years old. You're this investment broker. You know, used to play football. And now you got Ron Wolf that says, how would you like to come to Green Bay and be a scout? Because, you know, I've heard good things about you from guys like Mike Runfield and et cetera. Just, you know, you're smart, you know football, and, uh, you know, you can become one of my guys. And I, oh, while, I, while I'm thinking of it, I'll, I'll tell this Elliot Wolf story about Ted told us a story a couple of years ago how 12, 13-year-old Elliot Wolf, the son of Ron, would hang around the office 
And so he would have Elliot help set up his board. That was back in the days where they put up these little pieces of metal up on the wall. And that's how Elliot Wolf learned at the age of 12 how to set up an NFL draft board. But I went to Ron Wolf, and I go, you know, how did, what did you know about this guy to hire him as one of your scouts when he was about 37 years old? How did he become one of our scouts? He was a very close friend of Mike Reinfeld. Mike Reinfeld was the CEO here. Uh, maybe he wasn't the CEO, he's whatever he was here. He recommended Ted to me. He said, why don't you bring him in and see whether or not he could be a scout. We did that, had a little uh, session with him, a little format that we put together uh, for all our scouts. Ted uh, did the work and did very well and hired him. You know, I thought that one of the greatest testimonies to how good a talent evaluator Ted Thompson is is how upset Mike Holmgren was when he found out he was leaving Seattle and coming back to Green Bay. I mean, look at the job he did. He put together a Super Bowl team in Seattle and came here and put together a Super Bowl team here and won here. Lost in Seattle, won here. Uh, one thing I want to say, when, when, when I got here, as everybody knows, the Packers were, were not very good. And they hadn't, had, hadn't been winning. They had the poorest record in the National Football League. And when I left nine years later, we had the best record in the National Football League. Now, part and parcel of that is guys like Ted Thompson, John Snyder, John Dorsey, Scott McLuhan, all the guys, Brian Gutekunst, all the guys that became uh, general managers, and Reggie McKenzie. So that, that is quality, and that's the reason we were, we were so successful. Yeah, that's truly amazing. That's good stuff there now. You know, and and here's what I learned about football from those afternoons with Ted Thompson in press conferences or, you know, occasionally if he'd be standing by on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And you see, first of all, he constantly referenced his gratitude to Ron Wolf for the opportunity. And if you asked him a philosophical question, he would answer it with, well, you know, Ron used to always say, and you hear Brian Goodikins doing the same thing when it comes to Ted, what Goody learned uh, under Ron and then under Ted those 15 years or so. And Ted would say, from Ron, you're building a football team, number one, get a quarterback. And so that's what Ron did when he came to Green Bay from his years with the Jets and the Raiders and the Favre trade. The next thing he talked about was, you know, big men aren't easy to find. Get your line. Get your left guard, left your left tackle, you know, your defensive end, your guy that's going to be your pass rusher. There's not a lot of them. you got to get them. Get guys with character, okay? Get guys that are football smart, that aren't going to get picked up and arrested and are going to be a good part of the community and represent the Green Bay Packers. And he was adamant about that. He was adamant about it. We know some other teams get these players that are great and they're crazy, but, then you know, they're difficult. <laughs> they're difficult in the locker room. They're difficult yeah. in the locker room. When it came to receivers, I would ask them this all the because he picked up some pretty damn good receivers, and I said, "What are you looking for? Ball skills." He doesn't look at forty times. He doesn't look at a bunch of. Can they catch the football? Ball skills, ball skills, ball skills. Can they catch the football? And then after that, you start your checklist on speed, on football IQ, on route running, all that. But they have got to be able to catch the football. And at the end of the day, when it came to guys. You know, like Leroy Butler, he's a football player. 
I can play him at safety. I can play him at running back. I can play him at linebacker. He's a, I can play him on special teams. Is he a football player? And that's why the guy was so successful putting together those rosters. Mike, can you give me 20 seconds on Bud Lee? I know that's not enough, but we're running out of time. When I was because 20, he was just so good. I had a, I needed a job, and I'm trying to get into broadcasting on the east side at UWM, and I got a job selling subscriptions in the journal. And then I passed the guy in the hallway, and he said, I don't care, man. I'm out of here. And then in the journal building where the newspaper was, I said, what do you do? He said, I'm a copy kid. I'm a clerk up in the Sentinel newsroom. I said, take me to your boss because I want to get into there. <laughs> take me to your leader. Take me to your leader. So I went up there, <laughs> and Leroy, the next thing I know, I'm working for Bud Lee, who's the nice. sports editor of the sports page. That he'd, he'd been, Bud Lee got into the business in the 50s covering the Braves. And one day, uh, you know, Ten years ago, he, you know, of course, he covered you, uh, all your era, Holmgren era, into the Mike Sherman era, and he was writing a, 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 someone in the media auditorium about ten years ago was complaining about their laptop, and he just paused and rolled his eyes, and he said, <clears throat> you know, when I covered Hank Aaron and the 57 Braves at County Stadium, one night I was out there in the Loge, you know, that balcony out by the, by the yep. press box, he said, I'm working on a typewriter on deadline for a story that's going to go national, and it starts to rain. And I'm trying to keep the paper dry while I'm typing the story to get to some kid to race back, you know, to the editor and get like that. And suddenly the kid's whining about, you know, his laptop. <laughs> oh, mm. Came to an end. But Bud Lee worked all those years with Lombardi. He covered the Packers, and, and he would say later on that, you know, working with Lombardi – trained him for every other coach, because Lombardi was not an easy guy to get along with. Lee Remmel covered him before he became the longtime PR director. So Lombardi was a gruff man. He, didn't, he would yell at us for stories that we wrote if they lost. But, you know, and it's like, gosh, we're turning you guys into legends. Uh, so they had that kind of uh, relationship. But then Lombardi would send you like a Christmas card, you know, and that was his way of apologizing. So Bud Lee covered the Braves. He covered the Lombardi years. He covered, you know, the Holmgren era uh, through the Super Bowl all the way up to the to the 2000s. And those are the stories we're losing with Bud, who passed away this week at the age of 92. Thanks a lot, Mike. He is Mike Clemenser, Green and Gold Insider. We will talk to him again coming up tomorrow in the last hour platinum. of the show. Thank Truly you, Michael. Thank you, Thanks, Big Mike. Girl. Thank you. Big there is Michael Clemens on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE. We'll go to schneiderjobs.com. Chris Carter, that guy, wide receiver uh, from the Minnesota C-C. Vikings. Uh, everybody uh, knows all about Chris Carter. We'll get his thoughts uh, coming up uh, at the top of the next hour about the playoff games coming up this weekend. Uh, but coming up next, Bucks, Lakers, coming up tonight. Oh, boy! Oh, boy. Laker fan Leroy, very excited. Yeah, let's get to this. Be quiet, Gary. You be quiet. Settle down. Bucks and Lakers coming up tonight. Leroy excited to talk about his Lakers losing tonight. We'll talk about that next here on the Wendy's Big Show. But Giannis wants a ring, a championship ring at some point. And right now. Big old Dean Murray. (laughs) See, you said it, not me. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, my good friends at the Jury Center. Dean Murray is the owner. Three locations, 76 and Layton, Layton Plaza, and Brookfield. Off of Blue Mile Road and Tri-City National Bank building, a third location for you folks. 
in Burlington, Wisconsin. Guys, when you first walk into the store, the Perel Station is right there waiting for you. And then Thanks. you enter oh, the next Thanks. door. Everybody is socially distanced. Everyone is wearing a mask. And guys, if you don't want to go in the store, I get you because of COVID concerns. Well, shop TJC.com. Shop TJC.com is where you can go, peruse the website, where you can find just about everything you need to find at all three of their stores. And also at ShopTJC.com, guys, you can you can create your own diamond engagement ring right there at your fingertips. Guys, hit the submit button within 48 hours. They'll get back to you with the price of the ring. They also have virtual appointments, guys. If you cannot make it to the store or you're staying home because of COVID-19, yeah, we can do them a virtual appointments, guys. And they also have men's wedding bands. They're one of 10 stores in the United States handpicked to launch the light box jewelry, guys. If you need curbside or a private mm. meeting, or anything because of COVID, they will accommodate. Go see them today. That's the Jury Center. My good friend, Dean Murray. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 